let's jump over here with Michael Sandoval. Uh, I think that he should uh, uh, be having, you know, like one of those little eyeglasses or whatever as a detective. He uh, has been doing some sleuthing. And welcome, Michael Sandoval with the Western Wire. You have found out some really interesting information. Yeah, good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm good. So it looks like Governor Polis has been uh, getting some influence from some outside groups. You just uh, recently had written a piece about that. Yeah, we had uh, an open records request that we put into the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. And what we found was that the new executive director of CDPHE, Jill Ryan, um, was uh, forwarding some uh, suggestions from her previous uh, leadership spot over at Colorado Communities for Climate Action, which is an activist group of uh, Colorado Communities, uh, a group that's involved with the Boulder Climate Lawsuit. Um, that we heard about last year, mm-hmm. um, and and that that email that she forwarded to other folks in uh, the Colorado Department of Public Health Environment included a wish list of some policy uh, goals and policy aspirations um, that, that 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 group was passing along to their uh, former uh, president and now uh, you know CDPHE executive director and and you know we were kind of curious about how that was going down and. Uh, so it's a pretty interesting email chain, and uh, yeah, you have some some policy uh, ideas that have already sort of come to fruition already. Uh, this uh, email uh, chain began back in January, but uh, by the end of March, the Polis administration had already uh, sort of crossed off the, the top item on that checklist. And that was one getting the waiver, right, regarding the air, uh, ozone or something? Do I remember that right? Yeah, so... so, so, so uh, the Hickenlooper administration had requested a waiver uh, from the EPA. I know it's getting in the weeds pretty quickly, but get requested a waiver on uh, ground-level ozone. Uh, it's one of the uh, things that heavily influence, obviously, our, our air quality in, in the Denver area, the Front Range area. Uh, but for you know folks who are maybe familiar or, or not familiar, um, we have a lot of ozone uh, and, and contributors to ozone emissions coming not from Colorado, not from us doing anything here, but from Mexico and China, California, uh, and because we're a you know mountainous state, we have got we've got uh, sort of the geography. We're right sort of in the middle of the country. Uh, plus, we have the mountains. Plus, you know our topography. You know Denver's and the Front Range kind of sit in a little bit of a bowl uh, where that stuff that those emissions can collect. Um, we, without doing anything here in Colorado, have high background ozone levels, and so that contributes to smog, and that contributes to um, air quality issues before a single Coloradan does anything here. Um, well, and Michael, to that so, point, if, so if that, it, that's, it, that's what the waiver was seeking. Well, and if anybody really questions what you just said about that, is remember last year when there were the fires in California, mm-hmm. and our air here, I mean, you could visibly see that smoke from California, so if anybody questions mm-hmm. what you just said, I mean, that's easy proof that well, the it, air it, here isn't just Colorado's air. Well, and the waiver was seeking things like not just the emissions from other places, but extreme events, you know, the, the kind of things, like you said, the, the fire, wildfires, especially in the summer, that, that contribute to uh, poor air quality here. Is, it's not something we can control in Colorado. And Higginloober administration wanted to acknowledge that. But the current administration uh, has said that we need to do stuff we need to do more stuff here in Colorado, and we don't need this waiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the end of March, uh, the Polis administration, Governor Polis himself, said in the, sent a letter saying they weren't going to seek 
the waiver. Um, and that was one of the top policy issues discussed in this email uh, dated at the end of, of January to the new CDPHE executive director. And so um, I think for you and obviously the listeners and uh, any, anyone who is uh, you know, involved in uh, you know, the regulated industries that, that they're the current administration is obviously targeted. Uh, they should be concerned. There should be some issues of transparency. There should be questions being raised about uh, what what the influence level of, is of these outside groups. Um, you know, you would you would assume that uh, you know any administration, whether you know it's the current one or if Walker Stapleton had been elected, that uh, you know people of the same uh, ideology or same political party, same you know uh, you know economic concerns would would be. You know, certainly communicating, but when you uncover an email like this, you kind of take a step back and say, "Whoa, whoa!" And you've got a uh, essentially a wish list of policy priorities, and uh, you know what? Less than two months, one of those seems to have uh, been checked off the list already. So right, and and that is I think there's questions for legislators to raise. I think there's questions for you know citizens to raise, and certainly um, you know CDPHE, uh, some of the other agencies that regulate. Uh, the most, the top of the list uh, industry that they would be targeting, they targeted through legislation this year, oil and gas, they should be concerned. So, Michael, we have just a couple of minutes. What is the takeaway on this? What does this mean for everyday, hardworking Coloradans? Well, I think uh, the biggest concern is that when you're actually wanting the Environmental Protection Agency to come down harder on your state, uh, that really means that you're going after um, not just oil and gas, but, I mean, in, in this in this uh, instance, uh, a higher non-attainment uh, status, uh, which which means um, more stringent regulations. Uh, the regulations aren't going to just, you know, target uh, oil and gas, which seems to be the thing they're going after the most, but uh, transportation, manufacturing, uh, hospitals, water treatment facilities. There are a lot of other facilities that would fall under uh, an expanded, you know, regulatory scheme uh, because of a, of a, a worse non-attainment status. Um, and instead of working with the EPA, uh, which was what the Hickenlooper administration was doing, saying, hey, you know, we've got, we've got to account for these outside emissions. We've got to account for, you know, extreme conditions like the wildfires you talked about. Um, the new the new administration says no we're going we're, we're just going to ratchet it down here ourselves and, uh, and and bringing in the feds um you know I t- we, I, we did an interview uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, the new epa administrator andrew wheeler uh at western wire and uh, you know he was he was a little concerned about that he's uh, you know there's there is a process and the epa is wants to work through these things that's why kick and looper administration was requesting a waiver the waivers are av- available um but that seems to not be the, the case here. And so you actually have a state administration wanting the feds to penalize the state more. Um, so I think that's, that's the real, that's the real, you know, initial effect. And then of course, like you said, for the average citizen, for people who work here, who have businesses here, uh, these tighter emission regulations um, that we are largely not responsible for in many cases um, are going to hurt. They're going to, put the hurt on economic activity, which obviously means jobs and, and, and other, uh, you know, business development is, is at stake. So yeah. these are serious ramifications. It's way in the weeds. I know this is not something that people are just 
talking about all the time, but um, yeah, some serious consequences. And I, I don't know why an administration would want to sort of self-inflict that. Um, most most states, uh, and, and I can't think of a single state example where they are saying, no, 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 we can't do it. Just just you know, hit us with higher regulations. Yeah, it is. A, it's really a head scratcher. So, Michael Sandoval, you're doing. Uh, I mean, this is really great work on this, and and uh, you are the managing editor for Western Wire, and that's WesternWire.net. WesternWire.net, and would highly recommend that people follow you because you are really doing some important. And like you say, it's in the weeds. But this is something that actually is going to affect everyday people's economic prosperity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Michael Sandoval, thank you so much. Thank you.